Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hi there. Welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today we're doing episode, what is it, 662. And uh, this is the final of six, a little group of six that we're doing on the podcasting that I've been doing and the opportunity that I've had to meet all these amazing hosts and their hearts and their intents and the reason they're adding good to the world. Remember, obviously you and I, we define having your ultimate life or the ultimate life any way you want. My sharing with you is about the idea that I've discovered that creating a life that you love every day um, comes from choosing to serve with your divine gift. So I define it as a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. And I've been on a mission now for two years to do this podcast, and it started, as you know, at the beginning of the pandemic two years ago, uh, this month, April 2020, when someone called my dear angel wife and asked, my wife's name Joy, and I call her my angel, but anyway, they called her and asked if we had a podcast, because lockdowns were just starting and they were looking for some motivational stuff to listen to, and I decided, hey, uh, and, uh, we didn't. And she said, yes, anyway, because she thought it was a good idea. So she came, told me that, and I thought, okay, yes, if we're going to do that, then uh, we're going to do it all in. And I've since then done a daily podcast. Now, two years is 730 days, and so I don't remember exactly what day in April we started, but we didn't quite make every day because we're on 662 today. So there's been, I don't know, 50 or 60 days out of two years, scattered one here, one there, and there were a dozen or so when we moved that I missed. But anyway, here we are, two years in, and I plan on continuing, and I'll tell you why. Because continually, daily focusing on the idea of the ultimate life has been helpful for me and for a lot of people. I've met tons of people that I've interviewed. Uh, it's also then sparked to me to be a guest on a lot of podcasts, and I have had the opportunity to meet now 150 or so uh, beautiful people who are doing the labor of love required to create a podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about the comparison trap because so often whenever we're doing anything, whether we're singing a song, writing a book, showing up to a party, church, uh, in a mastermind, meeting with friends, anywhere. You know, we, we live in this place of judgment, self-judgment or imagining what others might be thinking, right? And that is a really harmful place. And the reason, it doesn't have to be. 
But the reason it almost always is is because we judge ourselves harshly and we always come off second, third, fourth, ninth best. And we feel like, wow, there's so much wrong with me. They have done so much more, so much better. They're cooler, faster, smarter, richer, prettier, whatever, right? <clears throat> and it's almost never true. And even if it is, it doesn't matter. Joy, my wife uh, has a saying, she was in a couple of years before we got together, uh, which was in 2007. So her father passed away in 2005. And for five and six, she spent a lot of time uh, studying Buddhism and at the Buddhist temple and meditation and uh, those kinds of practices. And she said one of the things her instructor talked about was that no matter who you are, where you are, there's always somebody richer, faster, prettier, younger, something, 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 right? And that is guaranteed to be true, even if it isn't true. And what I mean by that is there's going to be someone that you perceive that way. It doesn't matter by whether some objective measure they are or aren't. And here's the thing. We are governed by that perception, if we think something's dangerous, then we treat it like it is. If we think something's beautiful, we treat it like it is. If we think something's scary, we act afraid. So our perception of everything governs our behavior and everything we think and feel. So <clears throat> that's why the comparison trap uh, is damaging most of the time because we assume, we believe, we judge ourselves harshly and negatively. Now, uh, I hear that a lot with the hosts who sometimes <clears throat> will say about their podcast, well, I only have this, or well, I've only got 10 episodes or 20 or 50 or whatever, especially when they ask me what I'm doing and I tell them I've got a podcast and I say, well, I've got 600 and something or other. Oh, wow, I thought I was doing good. And immediately the language of comparison, and then I lovingly lift them up and say, you're fabulous, beautiful, because that's the truth. I do things in a fanatic, a little bit way, if I was going to do it every day. But even that, I haven't been completely able to do it every day just because of life intervening, and that's okay. Another thing that happens <clears throat> is this social media disease. Now, social media is a fabulous thing. It has given us the opportunity to reach around the world, to lift and bless, to communicate and do things that just a few years ago we couldn't do at all. We couldn't even think of. But at the same time, we've turned it into a disease. We've turned it into a comparison monster where people are bullied and wrecked and damaged and so forth and where some feel the need to overblow and brag and rent cars and houses to prove that they're somebody. I know someone who regularly posts things of their vacation lifestyle are always, you know, climbing, skiing, hiking, doing something. And it, it feels like, uh, look at me, look at me. And someone easily could see that and feel sad or left out or something. And I know clearly, and you probably do too, people do that. They rent cars and other things to do that. So here's the tool. Drop the comparison. The only thing 
that matters. If you're creating your life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, you define your purpose, you choose prosperity, and you can be happy right now. The only comparison that matters is you with yourself and you with the goals that you set for yourself, not because someone told you to. So you create goals for you because you want them. You want to go a certain place. Then you set some intermediate goals, perhaps a vacation or a trip. Costs money, and so you're going to do that. Okay. And then you set yourself goals, and you do that, and you achieve it, and then you go do what you wanted to do, and you win. And what someone else is doing in that same time frame, money or travel or self-improvement or anything else, doesn't even matter because it you set your own. And it only matters if you decide to let it matter. And I've given a name to that fungus. I call it a fungus. The Wittot fungus, W-I-T-O-T, and it stands for what I think others think. So here's another piece that you know in your heart, but you sometimes forget, or I do. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't. I have done this until I learn not to, and that is you realize that what people often share at party conversations or on social media or wherever is the highlight reel. These are all the cool things I'm doing. And you or I, we listen to that and we compare it to all of our failings. Well, I was gonna this and that and the other, and I didn't. So you look at a highlight reel and you compare it to your low light reel and you feel bad. Well, okay, you're free to do that, but that's not creating your ultimate life. Your ultimate life is a, an opportunity for you to create joy every day. It's based on love. It's based on service. It's founded on the fundamental truth, and this isn't a game that we play to make ourselves feel good. The fundamental truth is you're a divine being. You are created by the creator of all things. <clears throat> wow, that makes you special right out of the box. Cool. And it makes everybody else special too. So yes, everybody can be special. And if the only way we can be happy is to be more special than someone else, then yeah, we've got a problem. Because then we are basing our worth on externalities. You're intrinsically valuable. You're intrinsically blessed. You're intrinsically capable. <clears throat> and that's true no matter what. Now, if I did this for a long time, I believed that because I made mistakes or because I wasn't as far along in any area, it doesn't matter as someone else, that that diminished my value. No, I'm still a divine being and so are you. I didn't yet do whatever that thing was. That's a fact and I'm not pretending in a way. And I can make a choice right this minute and so can you as to whether or not you're going to pursue that goal. And then you set out some small steps and you get into the success cadence. And the success cadence is simple. It's ridiculously simple. And it goes like this. I said it. I did it. 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 Ad infinitum. It is adopting a habit of saying only what you mean and then doing exactly what you say. Most of us have terrifying trouble doing that. 
We've set big goals and fail. We set big goals and fail. We set goals to impress others and fail. We set goals for the, and we say, talk about them, and then we lie about them or fudge or pretend that we've accomplished them and all kinds of versions. But the truth is, inside, we know we feel bad, and then we believe that we've become a liar and we can't trust ourselves. There's a simple answer to that. Shrink the goal. Be careful what you say. So if you say less and you make the goal small, you can create the cadence of I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it. That's far more important than the size of the goal and the speed of your progress. Because when you or I say, I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it, and that becomes life, you then become a person of integrity. You teach yourself and all those around you see the truth of you do what you say you're going to do. Every word that comes out of you is truth. And once in a while, the universe intervenes, jet engine falls on your house. Yeah, okay, whatever. And then there's a, there's a solution for that too. Get up, fess up, clean it up, recommit. That's not it. That, I mean, that doesn't matter. It happens, and so you clean it up and go on. I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it. <clears throat> so that's the first thing. Take that success cadence and compare only with yourself. Comparing with others doesn't matter. Just who are you compared to what you truly want to be. And the cool thing about that is you don't need anyone's permission to make those decisions about who you want to be. That's up to you. Gloriously and joyfully, only and permanently up to you. That means that for your ultimate life, you get to choose. You get to, to define and live into your authentic self. Now, that authenticity word's overused, and it has been for a decade uh, in marketing and in all kinds of ways. I guess probably as long as the push of social media, everybody talks about authenticity and inauthenticity. Forget all that. You pick who you're going to be. No more comparison. Your only thing is what you choose, what you declare, who you decide you're going to be, and then you taking the steps. I said it, I did it, I said it, I did it to get there. Now, I've shared many times what my motivating and words of life are, and they're love, create, serve. I didn't get anyone's permission to create that as my guiding three words. I know from my own experience that love is the biggest power in the universe. So if my guiding word is to love, then I have access to the greatest power there is. Create, by nature, I'm a creator. I live in flow. I create a state of flow and creativity every morning with my big, long morning ritual. And I don't say that to say yay me or anything. I say it because it's true, and that's how I've created my ultimate life. And the third word, serve, comes from my own experience, which has taught me I am happiest when I am in service of you, which is the reason I'm doing this podcast and the reason I'm encouraging you and loving you and helping you the best I can live into your own authentic self, who you can be as a divine being. So you're blessed with gifts and talents. You have a mission and purpose. It's never too late to do that. Avoiding the comparison trap is something I love to talk about and have helped many of these podcast hosts do because they, like all of us, have felt less than and not as good as or not as big as or whatever the right words are, right? Or I don't know if this interview is, you know, all that stuff.
I don't know where you're feeling that, but I give you every ounce of love and encouragement here now at this moment. You are good, you are capable, and you can start this minute, no matter what's in the past, go forward. I said it, I did it. Make your own declarations and create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your